Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Uh, happy Sunday. For those that are tuning in live, God bless you. Sunday morning. Thank you for being here. For those who are listening anytime, I'm just so honored that you're here and that you're part of this. Thank you so much for being here. Another opportunity to get a little better new week. It's a certain freshness that every week brings, especially these weeks, I find. There's a change taking place in the weather for those who live at least in the Northeast. You can feel winter coming in. For those who, I think if Rob, if you're on, life is gorgeous down in Boca Raton. For the West Coasters, you have no idea what I'm talking about. This morning we woke up, it's getting to be like, you know, high 50s. A certain aliveness that you feel when it's a little colder. So it's a new new season, new time to hunker down to get better. We're talking in the past, the past two weeks, we've been talking about this idea of zeal. How zeal is really the foundation of all traits. And the reason why it is the foundation of all traits is because if you don't have the enthusiasm, if you don't bring the energy or maybe said better, if you don't allow the energy that you have inside you already to come out, you don't really have the resources to accomplish that which we can accomplish. We have a lot to do in this world and we have all the, we have all the energy we need to get it done. We don't, we don't need more energy. We don't need more strength. We just need to stop blocking the strength from getting out to where it needs to go. And so the idea of zeal, which is what we've spent the past two weeks going through, and for those that are joining us now for the first time, welcome. If you just go back a few uh, episodes, you'll see that we were spending a lot of time. And we ended on Friday with this idea, like the five levels of zeal. And if all you do from this whole thing is just create a like a checklist where every day I have to act with zeal over the course of our lives, we'll just condition it and condition it. And it'll be much more comfortable and familiar to us to approach life with that. And I want to, uh, we, we got a great email. I'll speak about it tomorrow uh, with regards to um, sending around the five steps that we spoke yesterday. But now we got to speak about the other side. Because there's always two sides. There's a counterbalance to zeal. You can't just indiscriminately apply zeal in your life. Because then you would, you would collapse. If everything was equal zeal, if you were on 24 hours a day, you'd collapse. So if you, if you remember, in Friday, we spoke about level five, which is selective application. And that's what we're going to talk about today the counterbalance to zeal. So let's talk a little bit about how this works. If you notice when a child is born, when a child is born, if you can sort of track the beginning of their lives, they come into this world and they can do nothing. And so the parents that have to now raise this child, for the most part, have no idea what they're doing. Like as much as, parents think they know something. When you bring your child home from the hospital for the first time, you got no clue. You know what I'm talking about? Do you remember? No clue. 
your wife could be a nurse in a pediatric unit. She could be a, or you or her could be a teacher in a kindergarten for 30, it don't matter. You bring that baby home, you're looking at her, she's looking at you like, we have no idea what we're doing here. You close that door, mm -mm, that's the moment of truth. That's why parenting is easy when they're little. The bar is so low, right? All you gotta do is just keep it alive with God's help. And you know that's with God's help. And when the kids are first born, parents have no clue what they're doing. So all they do is they give zeal. They're up at two, they're up at six, they're trying their hardest, they're balancing it together. They, they're trying to make bottles, it's hot, it's cold, they're shaking it, they put in two things, one thing, they, all they have to give the child, it's not an expertise. They don't go to classes, they have no idea what they're doing, but what they give the kid is zeal. Some days better than other days, but that's what they're doing early in the morning, at night, every day, as long as it takes. And the parents for that little child are basically just pumping as much enthusiasm as they can muster, as their body can let them do. And if you notice parenting when, you're, when one is young, for, saying to something that's young, to a little child, that parenting brings out something inside them that never existed before. That same person that maybe a few years earlier couldn't get out of bed before nine is now up at two and at six and how? Because they always had it in them. And the zeal, the enthusiasm, the zirizut, the understanding that if they don't, the kid is gonna keep on screaming or I don't know, get starve or be dirty. Just that drives them to bring it all out. That's zeal. That's giving. That's what we've been talking about. You can take even people that are young and they, they bring it all out. And imagine if you applied that same level of, of, of zeal to anything else in life. You, can you imagine? And the kid gets a little older. When they were, when they were little, their feet didn't touch the floor. They ate, they were served like, like, like a prince or a princess. They cried and everybody came running. Then at some point, they get a little older and they start to learn how to walk. And when they start learning how to walk, something incredible happens. The kid gets up, starts to figure it out, starts to cruise on the coffee table and then starts to like leave the coffee table and like wobbles. And as soon as that kid starts to wobble, something happens. Usually there's like a little fight between the parents because you know that kid's gonna fall because he or she can't walk. And in my house, my wife's like, I'll just carry them. I think my wife would have carried them until they were teenagers. And I'm like, well, I'll tell you honestly, for my girls, I'm like, okay, fine. For my boys, I'm like, they'll, they'll be fine. Let them walk. And they like, you know, wobble, 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 wobble. And they fall and they cry. And it's a disaster. And you run and pick them up. 
and they do it again. And it's the same battle that takes place. So let's analyze that battle because that's the battle of our lives. What just happened? What happened now? What happened in the mind of the parent that went from carrying the child, running into the room at two, at four, at six, to holding back their zeal from saving the child from falling? What happened to the zeal? What happened to the enthusiasm? What happened to the the giving? What happened to getting up and being there for the child? You're watching the child wobble in open area. What? Why are you not going to help them for? So what takes place in the mind of a parent is a counterforce. Because the parent knows that if I continue to apply zeal indiscriminately at this point now i'm hurting the kid because zeal applies up until this moment indiscriminately in everything always but now this kid needs to learn how to walk and that's what's good for the kid Now, I have to hold back my desire to do something, to save, to help, because in holding it back now, I am helping the child. It seems subtle, but it's massive. The transition from the way I help is to give to the way I help is to not give is the transition from zeal to discipline. In Hebrew terms, for those that are familiar with these concepts, this is the right and the left side of the entire structure, if you will, of the Sifirot, which is the spiritual DNA of a human being. And on the right side, we have what's called chesed, which is maybe a much deeper concept of what we've been talking about, which is zeal, enthusiasm. And on the left side, we have what is called gevura, which is strength. Spiritual, physical strength is based on how much you could, I guess, lift or run or, uh, or pull-ups. Spiritual strength is not measured based on physical uh, capacity or prowess. Spiritual strength is based on your ability to have discipline. In, in Perkei Avot, it says, Ezuhu Gibor, who is the strong? Hakovesh et Yitzro, the, the one that is able to uh, conquer their desires. Right? In physical, strength could be in the doing, in spiritual, strength is in the not doing, in self control, in self regulation, in discipline. And the, what takes place in the development of any, not a parent, just a parent, a friend, a teacher, a grandparent, an aunt, whatever it is, don't matter. Have kids, don't have kids, don't let this, this is not. What takes place in the mind, if you will, and in the development of a parent or any giver is that when one begins a project, 
the first thing that has to happen is the indiscriminate infusion of zeal, of enthusiasm, of giving consistently, constantly, always. Because if mom and dad wake up after like, you know, week four of the kid's life and we're like, you know what, this is just too much. I mean, we had no idea. I mean, like we had a puppy, like, come on. We thought like, it's just like, this is ridiculous. You know what? Let her cry and like, she'll figure it out. Like, I don't know. Like, it ain't going to work. And just look how God created the world that for humans to survive, there needs to be other humans that is going to bring out what is inside them, this trait of zeal, of giving, of just doing enthusiasm, go, 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 not only fast acting, but maximum strength for those that have been, been part of this. But as that child grows up, there is a counterbalance, another trait that just emerges onto the scene that wasn't there before. Parents didn't have to do this before. You don't have to employ any level of self-control when the kid is six weeks old. What are you going to do? Crying? Dirty? Like what? I don't know. It's he, he or she is six. She's six weeks old. She's eight weeks old. Are you kidding me? Just take care of it 24-7. And all of a sudden, you fast forward in life. What you're finding is that there's a new trait on the scene. That trait's called strength discipline you want to help that kid you when you see your child wobble on open space every part of you wants to run over and carry the kid but you have to now recognize and exercise another trait which is the trait of strength which is the ability to not get involved holding back saying no. Zeal is the trait of yes, and strength is the trait of no. And if, you, if we don't sequence it right, or if we don't know when to employ it, we're lost. That's what we're going to go into now. This idea of strength. There's a great thing we're going to talk about maybe later the show. Maybe, maybe we'll start it tomorrow. One of the most powerful tests that were done in this area, maybe we'll, we have a video we'll show you tomorrow, but one of the most powerful strengths uh, tests that were done in this area is a test called the marshmallow experiment. Many of you have known this before. For those of you in school or in teaching, you know all about this. It was led by a man named Walter Michelle in the 1970s in Stanford where they took children and they put them, they're kids, five, seven, eight-year-old kids. And they, they came from basically, I think, the same background. I think they were the children of the faculty members. And they had a very simple experiment. They put them in a room and said, listen, here's a candy. Here's a treat. I think it was a marshmallow. That's probably why it's called the marshmallow test. But I don't think it has to be a marshmallow. It, it was a treat. And they tell this kid, you can have it now. But if you wait... When we come back, I'm going to give you double. And the researcher left the room for somewhere up to 15 minutes. And some kids were like, no. And they ate the marshmallow. And some kids waited. And they followed these kids throughout their lives. And what they found 
was with the kids that were able to regulate their desires, to employ self-control, discipline, to delay immediate gratification, to not say yes in certain areas, to not, you know, let's, let's talk this through because this is complex, to not apply zeal. Marshmallow, I want it, I'm in. I'm not waiting. Fast acting. But to imply discipline, which is I'm not doing it. Their lives had better outcomes. Better SAT scores. They went to better schools. They had different body mass indexes. They had different relationships to their spouses. Their capacity to be successful in life was in a way determined, and we'll talk about the implications of these studies throughout the next few days, but it was determined by this concept because the ability to turn around and to say, I need to take my power and know where to apply it is critical. Now, here's the trip, and this we got to talk into this. The, the trip, if this, the trap door, is that if you apply strength too early, you lose. Because you don't know if it's strength or if it's laziness, right? The parent on the couch that really doesn't care or is too lazy to get up is like, no, 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 listen, let the kid fall because like, I got you know marshmallow test. Nah, it doesn't work that way. The parent whose kid is struggling with schoolwork and you should be helping them a little bit and not too much. Like that's, that's the game, right? The kid comes home and there's, 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 there's math homework. So some parents will be like, no, let the kid do it himself. Are you doing that because of the kid? Are you doing that because you're lazy? Some parents are like, let me teach you the answers. Are you giving them the answers because you're trying to save them and support them, but that's, that's bad because they have to struggle on their own? So how do you apply it? If you apply it too early, you lose. You apply it too late, you lose. And that's the game. Is knowing when you have to apply zeal but also knowing when you have to apply discipline. And so the way I would see it and the way we're gonna build it is the following. Imagine as if you are sort of connecting the pipes into your house. But before you can start to build pipes, you have to make sure that there's a water source. You have to make sure that once the pipes are connected, there's enough water to flow in. And so the first thing we have to work on in our lives is what we've been working on, which is zeal enthusiasm, the ability to turn it on, the ability to not judge where we are in life and recognize that there's something in front of us and I got to come to every single day enthusiastic to take on my day. And that will allow the energy to, to go forward. But once we are able to tap into that energy source and we're working on it every single day, the next thing we do as the energy is coming up, if you will, as the oil is being pumped from the ground, as we're attaching ourselves to the nuclear power plant and we can bring that strength into the world, what we got to do now is we got to take that energy and create valves so it doesn't apply and flood the house so that we know where to turn it off and where to turn it on so that we know what part of my life I have to say stop maybe I have to turn it off right now and how do I create boundaries in my life to know that if I do all this if I'm all into zeal and I want to exercise and I get up in the morning and I work out for five hours a day and then I lose my job and I don't spend time with my family what, what have I done do I not exercise now this is a lot of the questions we got do I not exercise do I exercise well what did it what, what do I do the answer is both we have to know when to exercise 
and when specifically not to exercise? When does the strength of discipline come in to turn the valve off on enthusiasm because that's the appropriate use right now of our strength? This is some of the hardest things that parents go through. They don't know when to turn it off. And we spoke about this here on the show. This is what we call helicopter parents who with all the love of that, with love and affection and trying their hardest have produced weak children who are supposed to be strong, independent, and are now weak. They can barely get a job. They can barely suffer consequences. They can't deal with breakups or heartache or vulnerability because when they were 13, mom showed up and like, basically kicked the teacher in the face for saying the kid did anything wrong and has basically smoothed the pavement over their children's lives for so long that now that they're an adult, they've been carried. They don't know how to function. Yummy couples are struggling right now because the young child is dating or is married to his young wife and they can't can't function because mommy took care of him and on, on the silver platter his whole life. Tons of zeal. No discipline. All with love. We got to balance both. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to do this week. We're going to build up the strength with God's help of discipline. Because if we can get discipline down and understand where it comes from and what it is and how it works and we can marry it with our zeal, now we're beginning to connect the dots and create the pipes to be able to selectively focus on the things we have to focus on. We take the huge laser beam called our energy and we learn where to focus in on those things. Okay. Got a lot to do this week. I hope you're with me. Thank you so much for tuning in on Sunday. I really appreciate it with God's help. Can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.